Right, the time is 9.42. You're still listening to Love Lenoir Day. We're talking to South Africans who are doing great things. And just before the break, we spoke to Jabulani Tabetin. He's the CEO for Hope for Africa. They're doing amazing things with their barefoot walk and trying to collect shoes and sanitary pads for, uh, you know, underprivileged uh, school kids. So they're really busy with some awesome work there. Um, we are going to be talking to another South African who's doing great things. But I do see that... Uh, Okay, we are going to be talking to uh, Lindy. Sorry about that, guys. You know, there's a lot happening on these screens. In any case, so we're going to be talking to Lindy Lamini. She is the founder of Injabulo Projects, and I'm quite excited to be talking to her because there's some really, really important and powerful work that uh, that, that they are doing as an organization. Good evening, Lindy Hello, lovely. How are you? Very well, thanks. How are you? Uh, a bit stressed out with like the final touch-ups for the event tomorrow. I can imagine. I can imagine. But thank you so much for joining us. I mean, I think the work you guys are doing is extremely, extremely important. So let's delve right into it. Tell us what exactly is Injabulo Projects about? Okay, so Injabulo Projects is an organization, a non-profit organization, that we started in 2015 uh, as a pilot in Kulu to combat the scourge of bullying in schools. Um, and it's been functioning now. It's going to its third year, and we are having our first fundraiser tomorrow. So it basically deals with bullying in schools. We help kids apply to institutions of higher learning. We have a pet drive. We have tutoring sessions. We have a 24-hour service support for sure. the learners, and we have a referral service for cases that are bigger than us since it's um, the facilitators, most of us, of the facilitators are students at UCT and mm. Stellenbosch University. Mm. So, I mean, tell me, Lindy, where, where where did this start? I mean, what made you decide to set up this kind of organization? Um, in 2012, when I started my first year at UCT, my nephew um, tried to commit suicide because of being bullied at school for being gay. Oh, man. And... At that time, it, he was doing his grade 12, and it bothered me so much. So I mm. felt like it's something that needs to be done with bullying in schools if it goes to an extent where people want to take their own lives. Mm. So that's when I started the project. And, you know, I think that that's an important dimension to address because I think a lot of the times we talk about bullying as if it's a sort of uh, gender or sexuality neutral topic. It's just, oh, someone at school is being mean to you or someone at school wants to hurt you, which is obviously a very real part of the problem. But there's also the other side, which is that, you know, now we've got children that are being bullied because of how they identify themselves. Um, and that, that really is, 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 a, is a, con- a matter of, of concern. So, I mean, tell me, where, what type of schools are you engaging in? I'm interested to hear about the kind of reception that you guys have received or not received from, from, from the projects you've been doing. Sorry, I didn't get that. So what I'm saying is I, I'm interested to hear about some of the uh, feedback or reception that you've received at certain schools, given the kinds of topics that you're addressing. Have you found that schools have been open to having you guys come in? Or, you know, has it been more of, you know, lots of closed doors in your faces? Um, when when we started in 2015, like uh, um, the school that we went to was very like concerned about having an LGBTIQ plus project, mm. and we we had to like open up the project and make it a generic bullying project, mm. uh, which actually was the best idea we can do about this because we ended up not only helping LGBTIQ kids 
but every child who's been bullied and those who bully others because we not only work with the victims of bullying but we also work with the perpetrators because we understand that you know when kids bully each other it stems from somewhere so we try to address those issues and try to like reform bullies in a way Mm. so yeah and and so tell me because i mean someone called in earlier in the show today asking about um, you know, they were saying that, well, if two kids are playing in the playground and the one kid steps on the other kid's foot, that's not necessarily bullying. And he was saying that we shouldn't exaggerate uh, a situation of bullying versus kids just being kids. So I'm interested to know, how is it that you guys define bullying or how do you identify bullying uh, when you're doing these education sessions for the children? So basically... We know that bullying is any incident where one person is harmed, mm. uh, whether physically, emotionally, structurally, mm. uh, you can name it, you know. And where in an instance of like the example that you just made now of a kid like stepping on another, it depends mm. on the intent, mm. you know. It was a mistake because like mm. it can happen. Right. But like that kid does it intentionally, then we define that as bullying because they were intending to harm the other person. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. 